Chapter number three of The Cave Twins by Lucy Fitch Perkins. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Cave Twins by Lucy Fitch Perkins. Chapter three The Runaways. Next morning, Firetop awoke before the dawn. He sat up at once and looked about him. Not another soul was stirring, and from the different corners of the cave came the sound of snores. The fire was burning brightly, for Granny had been up four times in the night to put on fresh fuel. Now she too was fast asleep. Firetop crawled quietly out of the warm wolf skins of his bed. He took one of the wolf skins and tied it over his shoulder with a leather thong. The rest he bunched up to look as if he were still in bed and asleep. Hawkeye had made a small spear for each of the twins. They were not playthings. They were real spears, for children of that day had to learn to use such weapons while they were still young. Firetop took his spear in his hand and poked Firefly gently in the ribs with it. She awoke instantly and would have poked back if Firetop hadn't shaken his head at her and laid his finger on his lips. She nodded, crawled out of her bed and bunched it up like Firetop's. Then she tied a wolfskin over her shoulder and took her own spear, and together the two children crept silently past the sleepers and out of the cave. They snatched chunks of meat from the remains of the feast as they passed. It was not yet daylight, though the sky was pink about the hills across the river, and all the birds were singing as the twins came out of the cave and ran down the river path. Neither one of them spoke until they were far enough from the cave so that no one could hear them. Then Firetop whispered, We'll climb a tree. We can watch from the tree and see when they start. Then we'll slide down and follow them. They won't know we're with them until it's too far to send us back. They won't like it, said Firefly. What do you think they will do to us? They'll wallop us, said Firetop. But I don't care. It won't hurt when it is over and I've just got to go. We shall see all kinds of things we've never seen before. <sighs> well sighed firefly i do hate that part of it but i guess it's worth it come on let's climb this tree the children could climb like monkeys but they had their weapons and the meat and that made it a little difficult they leaned their spears against the trunk of the tree took the meat in their teeth and up they went as easily as you could go upstairs then they hid themselves in a fork of the tree and ate their breakfast the thick branches made a screen around them so they could see without being seen they watched the cave it was not long before they saw Granny come out and take a look at the weather. Then she put more fuel on the fire and sat down on a rock to gnaw a bone for her breakfast. Soon, Hawkeye and Limberleg appeared. They each had their weapons and a reindeer skin strapped by leather thongs across their shoulders. Limberleg had a gaud tied to her belt. They were each gnawing bones, too. They stopped to speak to Granny. The twins leaned forward and listened with all their ears. They heard Hawkeye say, The children are still asleep. You can tell them when they wake up. Then they came along the path, eating as they came. They passed almost under the tree where the twins were hiding. This seemed to the twins so funny that they stuffed their mouths full of meat and then clapped their hands over them to keep from laughing aloud. As it was, a little snicker ran out between Firefly's fingers. Hawkeye heard it. What's that? he said sharply. He and Limberleg stopped a moment and listened. Nothing but a squirrel, said Limberleg. There he is on that log over there. 
the twins nearly smothered themselves then to keep the laughs in hawkeye and limberleg passed on down the path to the very edge of the forest there they turned and walked along the bluffs where they could swing themselves into a tree at a moment's notice this was safer than walking in the green meadows beside the river where there were no trees to climb firetop and firefly waited until they were out of sight around the turn then they crawled down from the tree took their spears in their hands and ran after them they stayed back far enough so they could hide behind trees if hawkeye or limberleg should turn around yet near enough to keep them in sight for miles and miles they walked and ran it was hard with their short legs to keep the pace set by their father and mother but they knew very well they had to do it there was no turning back then on and on walked hawkeye and limberleg the sun climbed higher and higher the children were thirsty but they did not dare to run down to the river for a drink they were hungry but they had nothing to eat they snatched little green leaves from the bushes as they passed but this was hardly enough to fill their empty stomachs we'll just have to call them said firefly at last i'm so hungry i've simply got to have something to eat and if we stop to hunt for roots we'll never catch up with them again they'll be as mad as mad bulls when they see us said firetop yes of course we'll get a good beating answered firefly we expected that but it won't hurt after it is over you told me so yourself jiminy said firetop or if it wasn't jiminy it was something that meant the same thing i just hate to think of it can't you go on a little longer what's the difference moaned firefly it's got to come some time we might as well have it over not going another step and she sat plump down on a fallen tree firetop put his hands to his mouth and gave a long sharp cry it was a distress signal of the bear clan hawkeye and limberleg stopped instantly they looked up at the river they looked down the river and they caught a glimpse of two redheads and two very scared faces far back on the bluff they came tearing back through the underbrush to the two small figures on the log they could hardly believe their eyes where did you come from you naughty little weasels cried limberleg angrily from the cave said firefly we followed you because we want to see what lies beyond the blue hills across the river too and if you're going to spank us please do it right away because we're awfully hungry oh no cried firetop you needn't do it now if you'd rather not couldn't you put it off until we get home again we're willing to wait and you'd have more time then limberleg and hawkeye didn't discuss the matter they sat right down on the log and began limberleg took firefly and hawkeye took firetop and they spanked and spanked <laughs> now can we have something to eat sniffled firetop when it was over limberleg looked at hawkeye we can't send them back alone she said firetop saw that they were going to give in the hyenas would surely get us he said plaintively we're pretty small to go back alone sobbed firefly and besides we want to see what lies beyond the blue hills across the river it may be that hawkeye was a little pleased at their courage in following them anyway he said well you can climb like squirrels we shall not be gone many days come along firetop sprang up and whooped for joy firefly turned a somersault hawkeye and limberleg laughed they couldn't help it you see even in those early times parents were fond of their children although they didn't know any better punishment for them than spankings there are some parents like that yet 
Now what shall we have to eat? said Firefly when everybody was happy again. We'll have to find something, said Hawkeye to Limberleg. You take the children down into the meadow. I see carrots growing down there. I'll hunt in the woods. Listen for my call and when you hear it, come to that big oak tree as fast as you can. Limberleg and the twins started at once down the bluff toward the river. The bushes grew thick along the slope and as they scrambled through they made a crashing noise. Firetop was ahead, then came Firefly and last of all Limberleg. Suddenly there was a loud whirring sound and out of the bushes in front of them flew a great wood grouse. Instantly Firetop braced himself and flung his spear and before Limberleg or Firefly could catch up with him, he was far beyond them down the slope, struggling with the wounded bird. When they reached him, he had killed it. Limberleg was delighted. She patted Firetop and called him a great hunter and said she was glad he had come with them after all. Maybe you think Firetop wasn't a proud boy then. He waggled his red head and swaggered up the slope toward the big oak tree with a huge bird on his shoulder. Limberleg and Firefly stayed behind to hunt in the bushes for the grouse's nest. Firefly found it and there were seven eggs in it. Then Limberleg patted Firefly. Your father and I will not need to get any food for you, she said. Maybe you will hunt for us. They went up the slope after Firetop, carrying the eggs. When they reached the big old tree on the bluff, Limberleg took the feathers off the grouse and cut it into chunks with her flint knife. They had no fire, so they ate it raw. They ate five of the eggs and left two for Hawkeye. They saved the legs of the grouse for him, too. They waited and waited, but still Hawkeye didn't come. They began to get a little frightened. He was gone so long. At last, there was a call. Like the hooting of an owl. And he appeared crashing through the bushes. He had a rabbit hanging from his shoulder. Then Firefly played a trick on him. We aren't hungry, she said. Hawkeye was astonished. I thought you were starved by the way you acted, he said. We aren't any of us hungry now said Firetop. Did you fill yourselves with carrots? asked Hawkeye. Oh no, we had fresh meat, said Firetop with his nose in the air. Fresh meat? cried Hawkeye. What did you kill? he said to Limberleg. Nothing, said Limberleg. But I did, shouted Firetop. He told all about killing the grouse. You should have seen Hawkeye then. He was just as pleased as our fathers are when we get A in arithmetic. I guess you can take care of yourselves, he said when he heard the story. You don't need me. Then he laughed and made his face look scared. Will you let me go with you to the land where the sun rises, he said. I'm very small, but I can climb trees. I'm afraid to go alone. I need you to kill bison and mammoths for me to eat. Firetop, Firefly and Limberleg laughed at this until they nearly choked. Then Firetop wagged his head at his father. You shouldn't have followed me, he said. I shall have to spank you. But you're too small to send alone to the cave, so I'll have to let you come with me. End of chapter 3